Amen. We shouldn't be shaken every time something happens. Amen. We should be able to stand firm on His promises. Amen. Stand firm on His faithfulness. Amen. God is good. Amen. God is faithful. Amen. Every promise He wrote in that Bible, every promise He made to you is true. Amen. And every one of them will be done. Amen. Because He's good and He loves us. Amen. Praise God. I don't know about you, but I am ready to worship today. Amen. I am ready to give it all to God today. Amen. Amen. I praise God today. Amen. I am thankful for God today. Amen. I am thankful for all that God's done today. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, God, we love you. God, we thank you for all that you've done today, dear God. We thank you, Lord, for all the blessings, God. We thank you, God, for all the mercy, God. We thank you, Lord, for all that you've done, God. You are so, so good to us, God. You are so faithful to us, God. Lord, we are not deserving, God, but you are good. Amen. And you love us, God. And we are thankful for that, God. Lord, I ask you to have your way in this service today, dear God. Bless the message today, dear God. Bless the word today, dear God, Lord. Let it go out today, dear God, Lord, and touch some hearts today, dear God. And help us, God, Lord, to be more closer to you, God. To grow closer, God. Lord, so that we won't fall every time something comes towards us, God. So that we won't fall every time temptation comes to us. Help us to get closer to you, God. Help us, God, to draw closer today, dear God. Learn more about you today, dear God. And we'll give you all the glory and honor and praise, God, because you are faithful, God, and your promises are true, God. Hallelujah. Thank you for all that you do, God, in your precious and holy name. Amen. Amen and amen. Give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. Amen. We're going to dismiss our young people at this time. Dismiss our young people. Amen. It's good to be in the house of God today. I am uh, thankful for each and every one of you to be in here today and just so thankful. I hope God blesses this message today and hopeful that you'll uh, get something out of it and God will bless you with it today. Amen. Today we're going to be talking about beyond ankle deep, beyond ankle deep. So I was thinking the other day, every time I go to the doctor, if I go for a checkup, if I go for blood work, if I go to the doctor for any reason, the doctor always gives me the same advice. He always tells me the same exact thing, and that's I need to exercise more. Amen? And I know what you're saying. All of us in here are not doctors, but we can see that you need to exercise, Keith. Amen? I know that you can see that, and I know that you know that we, I need to exercise, right? Uh, the doctor's right. I do need to exercise. You're right. I do need to exercise more. But in fact, if you pay attention to any kind of medical advice, if you go to the doctor, it's always going to be the same thing, right? That you need to exercise more, eat right, and do those type of things, right? In fact, one of the leading factors to good health is exercise, right? One of the leading factors to being healthy is to exercise and maintain an active lifestyle. And the greatest way to do that, I read, I hear about, People, people tell me, <laughs> is uh, doing cardio, right? Doing some type of cardio. And uh, to do that, we need to get our body in some type of motion. Amen? In other words, to stay healthy, we need to stay in motion. I've also read somewhere that a body that is in motion stays in motion, right? A body in motion stays in motion. In other words, it's a whole lot easier to get something moving if it's already moving. Amen? All right, if you've ever tried to get out to bed, you know you sometimes you got to try to rock yourself out, right? Because it's easier to get out, right, if you start rocking, amen? If you've ever pushed a car, you know pushing a car from a stationary position is difficult, right? It's not too hard to push a car once it's already moving, amen? It's the same with our bodies. If we keep moving, it's easier 
for us to keep moving. Amen. Right. If we keep in motion, it's easier to keep moving than it is if we stop to restart again. Look at your neighbor and let them know he's going somewhere today. Amen. He's, <laughs> he's going somewhere. Amen. You see, as in the physical sense, it's easier to stay in motion if you're already in motion. It's the same for the spiritual sense. Amen. Amen. If you're in motion, if you stay in motion, it is easier to stay in motion. Momentum is paramount in both the physical and spiritual sense. Okay? You must keep moving. Amen? Movement is evidence that there is life. Amen? Right. Am I right? right. It, movement is evidence that there is life. You ever walked up on something or someone and you thought, are they dead? Right? There's no movement. Right? There's absolutely no movement. Right? And then you think, are they dead? Where there is movement, there is life. Where there is life, there is hope. Amen? Amen. Where there is hope, there is potential. If you're here today and you're still moving, amen, and you are because you got in here somehow, there is life, there is hope, and there is potential. Amen. amen. Right. If you're here today and you still got life in you, there is hope and potential. Amen. We're going to be reading in Ezekiel 47, 1 through 9 today, and this is a, a great a great passage. They all are, right? But this is a great passage that God has given us today. And there's so much in here, I'll never be able to unpack all of this today. So I ask you, go back and study this out, and I believe that it will bless you and it will challenge you. But we're going to be reading in Ezekiel 47, 1 through 9 today. Afterwards, the Bible says in 47, 1, it says, Afterwards he brought me again unto the door of the house. And behold, water issued out from under the threshold of the house eastward, for the forefront of the house stood toward the east. And the waters came down from under the right side of the house, at the south side of the altar. Then brought me out of the way of the gate northward, and led me about the way without utter, unto the utter gate, by the way that looketh eastward. And behold, there ran out of waters on the right side. Ezekiel is looking from under this house or under this temple. There is water flowing out of the right side of this temple. And when the man that had the line in his hand went forth eastward, he measured a thousand cubits, and he brought me through the waters. The water were to the ankles. Kind of like that picture up there. The water was to the ankles. Again, he measured a thousand and brought me through the waters. The waters were now to the knees. He moved out deeper, if you will, and now the water is to the knees. Again, he measured a thousand and brought me through. The water were now to the loins. So now we're about waist deep, okay? Afterward, he measured a thousand, and it was a river that I could not pass over. Now it's above our heads, for the waters were risen, waters to swim in, a river that now may not be passed over. And he said unto me, Son of man, hast thou seen this? Then he brought me and caused me to back to the brink of the river. Now when I had returned, behold, at the bank of the river were many trees on the other side, on one side and on the other. Then he said unto me, These waters issued out toward the east country, and go down unto the desert, and go unto the sea, which brought forth in the sea the waters shall be healed. Last verse says, And it shall come to pass, that every one that liveth, which moveth, whithersoever the river shall come, shall live. And there shall be a very great multitude of fish, because these waters shall come thither, for they shall be healed, and everything that shall live whither the river cometh. Amen. That was a little bit of a tongue twister there. 
Let's pray over this word. Heavenly Father, God, we love you. God, we're thankful for this word you've given us today, God. Lord, we are so blessed because your word is living today, dear God. Lord, I ask you to bless this message, God, Lord, and let us be blessed by it today, dear God, in your precious and holy name. Amen. What we're reading today is a revelation from God to the prophet Ezekiel. In other words, this is a vision given by God to his child, Ezekiel. And now Ezekiel is sharing it thousands of years later for us to learn from here today. When we first begin reading this, you notice that this stream is flowing from the right side of the altar, the Bible says. Read a little bit later, you'll notice that this stream becomes a river to Ezekiel. The Bible says it came from under the right side of the house, indicating that this was not a large river, but yet it was a small stream. But if you read on a little bit longer and a little bit further on into the passage here, you'll find that this stream is now a large river. Ezekiel explained one time this water was ankle deep. A little bit later on, this water's knee deep. A little bit further on, now it's up to his stomach. A little bit further on, he can't even stand up anymore. He can only swim in it. What's interesting to me is that the amount of water had not changed. Amen? The flow of the water had not changed. The only thing that has changed, as a matter of fact, was Ezekiel's proximity to the water. Okay, that is the only thing that had changed. In other words, the size of the water or the flow had not changed, but instead Ezekiel had gotten closer to the water. It's the same that's true for you and I today. Amen. God's power, God's glory is always the same. Amen. It's always the same. But it's only when we get closer to Him that His power and His glory is increased. Amen. Amen. And it is manifested. Amen. And it is manifested in and through us. The closer and the deeper Ezekiel went to the water, the larger the river got. Amen. If you pull out, there's a little card in front of you. Uh, in, in the little seat back in front of you, there's a card there with a QR code on it. If you'll pull that out today, if you're on the front row, I'm sorry. <laughs> but there's a card there, and if you'll pull that out, if you're new here today, if you've never registered with us before you put that up, go ahead and register with us. Pull out your phone and scan that code, and you can register with us. But if you'll take that card, and if you'll hold it up like this right here to me, right? And if you're in the front of the thing, you'll notice that that card is smaller than I am, right? But if you're toward the back of the room, you'll notice that that card's bigger than I am, right? What you'll notice, though, is I have not changed sizes. Amen? I have not changed sizes, right? That card is always going to be smaller than I am. Amen? Right? A lot smaller than I am, right? But if you're in the back of the room, that card looks bigger. Why? Why is that? Because the closer you are to me, the bigger I seem, right? Right? But if you're in the back, you're closer to that card, right? So that seems. What I want you to understand today, that if, you'll, uh, if, if, you get, if you're having problems in your life, and it seems like those problems are bigger than your God is, it's not that you're closer. It's not that those problems are bigger than God is. The problem is that you're closer to the problem. Amen? Amen. What you need to do is get closer to God. Amen? If you'll get closer to God, those problems will get smaller. Amen? But the further you are from God, those problems just get bigger and bigger and bigger. If you want those problems to get smaller today, get closer to God. Amen? And that's free and didn't cost you anything, amen, because I want you to know the size of your God has never changed, amen? amen. He never changes. It's just the closer we get, amen, the bigger God is to us, amen? Amen. amen. I'll never forget, Pastor Mark and I went to Israel one time, and we was coming around the corner, we were traveling north, and we came around the curve, 
And when we came around that curve, we saw the Sea of Galilee out in the distance. And I want you to know that that is a, 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 just an awe-inspiring moment, Amen. a tear-dropping, inspiring moment. That when you come around that curve and you'll see the Sea of Galilee and it's just it's emotional, very emotional. But what I noticed was it looked very small, right? I said, I thought this was a sea, right? I thought this was an ocean, right? But when I looked, it looked like a pond, right? It looked very, very small. But see, the problem was I was still a long ways out from it, amen? Right. The closer I got, the bigger that water got, amen? And it's the same as this river for Ezekiel. The closer he got, the bigger it got. This river today represents the living water of Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. amen? This river represents the living water of Jesus Christ. If you pay close attention to where this water flowed from, it came out of the temple. It came out of the temple. It said the south side of the altar. The altar was in the temple. And out of the way of the gate, the gate, the Bible said northward. The water in this passage came from the temple. The temple represents the place God lives in. The temple symbolizes the presence of God. This water is flowing from the presence of God. And notice everything starts at the door. Amen. This water came out of the door. Jesus is the door into the Father's house. Amen. And into the Father's presence. The Bible says no man can come to the Father except through Jesus Christ. Amen. The first verse said, He brought me unto the door. Who is the door? Jesus is the door. Amen. No man, no woman, no child, no one comes to the Father except through the door of Jesus Christ. Amen. If you notice that this river flowed from the right side of the altar, amen, who is at the right side, amen? The Father is at the right, Jesus is at the right side, amen? You guys are smart, amen? Amen, you guys are real smart. You've been listening a little bit when we've been preaching every now and then. The altar is the place of sacrifice, amen? The altar is a place of sacrifice, a place of surrender. The altar is a place we lay ourselves aside, amen? The altar is the place where our self is crucified, amen, and it's not no longer I 